Now we've got some very fresh news for you from CoreLogic, which signals that the property market may yet have a bit further to go. Auckland weakened by another 3% last month. Wellington values down not quite so much, 0.6%. CoreLogic's head of research, Nick Goodall, is back with us. Morning, Nick. What's happening out there? Yeah, look, it's been an interesting one seeing that we've actually seen the rate of decline accelerate over the month um, across the country, down 1.2%, compared to falling 0.7% in May. So a bit of a surprise to us, but I think it does show that despite everyone sort of clambering to call the bottom of the market, it's probably not quite here. And this is going to play out quite differently across the country as well as we move through the rest of this year. Values are one thing, volumes are something else, aren't they? What's your read on what's actually happening in the market? Yeah, look, I think you know, in the recent months we've actually started to see a lift in the number of properties transacting. That does tend to lead to increasing values too, so we can expect that maybe in a few months' time. But I think the key thing here is that we are seeing some, some quite big differences across the gins, and this is not going to play out consistently across the country. Um, but we do think that yeah, the, the turn is not too far away. Our focus now on what does growth look like on the other side? Are we going to see sustained growth or maybe a bit more of a flat patch as we move through the rest of the cycle? When you say not too far from the turn, what are you talking, six months, a year, or sooner than that? Yeah, I think, I think sooner than that. I think we at the moment we sort of, you know, you can almost say there's a bit of a hat-trick of factors that it should lead to the end of this downturn. That includes the fact that we've got a limited supply of properties on the market with fewer people listing right now. We know we've got increased population growth off the back of high net migration. And we've got these credit policies that have eased alongside mortgage interest rates, which are close to peak if they're not there already. So I think with all those factors, we do feel like there is a change coming, um, but it's going to be a pretty mild change, I think, initially. Historically, do elections distort the property market? Do people kind of hold back on big decisions? Yeah, look, especially when it's a close-run thing. Right now we know that, according to the polls, it's pretty close between the two major parties. That will lead to uncertainty and people holding back from the market. And then, of course, depending on who wins, you might see you know, more people come into the market. If, if National win, they've got more favourable policies for property investment. And with Labour, we might see um, less activity. So yeah, there's a bit of uncertainty swirling with the um, election later this year. And we'll have to wait and see which policies they, they campaign on. And then, of course, which ones they follow through on as well. Thanks for being back with us, Nick Goodall, Head of Research at Core Logic, almost 14 past seven. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.